Let me see you put them up. Reach the skies, touch the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. I'm Patrick Badev, your host of and Today we're gonna talk about what you can do to make your content, your video go viral. Before I get into the 26 steps, what I wanna do first is, I wanna first talk about, you know, the different types of content that goes viral. It's very important for us to know this before I get into my uh, uh, 26 steps. First one's humor. Cats, dogs, pranks, jokes. I don't know how many cat videos go viral. Right, I don't know how many dog videos go viral. I don't know how many of these prank, prank, who's my favorite prank? Like Fussy Tube? Fussy Tube and Vitaly Z TV or something like that, Vitaly Z DTV, something like that. Fussy Tube, you two are hilarious. And I'll make one wager with you. You can never prank me. Everybody's always tried to prank me. They cannot prank me, but I'll make a wager with you guys if you can prank me. But I love what Fousey Tube and Vitaly ZTV do. They're probably one of the best pranksters online. But that's one of the ways videos go viral. That's one. The other one is fights. You see uh, two girls fighting. It goes viral. Did you see this fight? Did you see these two gangsters fighting? Did you see this big guy get knocked out by this small guy? Did you see this guy that was being bullied and all of a sudden he picks up the kid, body slams him? 28 million views. Did you see that? Fights. Making fun of someone always does well. There's a lot of people that make fun of the president. It does well. Making fun of LeBron, it does well. Making fun of Kobe's turnaround, whatever it is, it does well, right? Controversy, rebellion, change, conflict, it does well. Matter of fact, media makes their money based on telling three types of stories. Controversy, change, conflict. That's how MSNBC, Fox, and CNN make their money. Just remember that. Controversy, change, conflict. They don't make money telling good news. They make money telling bad news. They make money finding something negative about Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, you know, President Obama, Romney, pre- people, they say negative things and it does well. That's what sells for them, right? Be- why is that? You may ask why. Because believe it or not, people are more curious about bad news than good news. I can't tell you how many people are attracted to bad news than good news. They say bad news, we ch- share it with 11 different people. Good news, we share it with three different people, which tells you what? It's a lot easier for controversy and conflict to go viral than something good to go viral. But let's continue. Fear goes viral. End of the world. Earthquake is going to happen in California and Palmdale is going to be a beach. That's exciting to some people. Oh my goodness. The big earthquake is going to happen. San Andreas Falls. There is aliens that are about to take over Russia and China. They're coming right now. People are afraid. They like that because for whatever reason, it's like we like horror movies, right? Next one is creative product commercials. Mario loves, uh, what's your favorite one? It's uh, Dollar Shave Club. This guy is like in love with Dollar Shave Club. You know, with the guy, the way he does his stuff. You know, Old Spice does a good one with two of the guys, right? The, the one guy, the bodybuilder guy. The guy on a horse. The, the guy on a horse, yeah. And then Pepsi did one with Jeff Gordon. You know, if you haven't seen these, they did a very good job. Pepsi did a great job with, you know, Jeff Gordon and Kyrie Irving that everybody wanted to watch. It was just hilarious. Kyrie is dressed like this old man in his 70s, and he comes on the floor, and he just schools everyone. It's a great video. People want to share that. Sex, they do very well. I'm not talking porn. I'm not talking porn because you can't upload porn on YouTube, although porn definitely goes viral. It's just we don't share it. It's private viral that people find out about. But sex, what I'm talking about is a beautiful girl talking about sex, a good-looking guy with a nice body because people are always attracted to good-looking people. So sex does well. Trust, a voice of reason. A voice of reason you trust. 
although we don't have a lot of those nowadays. Next, correcting an injustice. Coney 2012 was about correcting an injustice. I think within, within the first five days, he got 72 million views. Within the first five days, he was trying to correct an injustice. And if you remember that one scene in the video where the, 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 the young boy is telling a story about his brother where he says, I want to die because I want to see my brother. I miss him. It's about 15 seconds. I don't care who you are. Any part of the world, if you watch it, you're going to be emotional. Everybody was sharing that. People changed their profile pictures on Facebook to Coney 2012. People joined the movement. And then uh, the person who started made a big mistake within a week or two weeks. And then the entire thing imploded. So last one, what is the toughest type of videos to make to go viral? Because that's what I want to talk about today. I'm not talking about any of this stuff. You can do all this stuff. By the way, if I was a 13-year-old kid, I would probably have my own you know, prank channel on YouTube is what I would do. If I was somebody, if I was 18 years old and all my life was all about bodybuilding, you see some of my, you know, my entire life was all around bodybuilding, I'd probably do something around bodybuilding. But I'm talking about value-based uh, 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 I'm talking about stuff that you could do that's pure value in the area of business because the toughest type of content to go viral is value, education, ideas. Value, education, ideas. Remember, my entire MO of this message here is disclaimer, money not spent on boosting, zero dollars spent on boosting. I'm not talking about you boosting. I'm talking about zero dollars spent on that content going viral. And there's a formula for it, which we'll talk about. Value, education, and ideas. Now, one, one organization that's done a phenomenal job with this is TEDx, TED Talks. I mean, everybody watches TED Talks, and there's a lot of profound messages with uh, of videos that go viral with TEDx or TED Talks. And I think they're probably at the top of the list with that. Another one would be Khan Academy. I think Khan Academy is another one that's done a phenomenal job with getting people to go, their students, kids, they have, I don't know how many million subscribers on YouTube, two and a half million subscribers. Solomon Khan, he's done a phenomenal job educating the world with his basic how-to videos. And by the way, there's nothing entertaining about him. It's simply educational is what he is as he shares his content with them. So with that being said, let's get right into the message. Let's get right into 26 different ways, keys to making your content go viral. Number one, let's start off with number one. Tell a story. People like to hear stories. It is not a new thing. It's been around for thousands of years. Parables, stories, tell it like a movie, as if I'm watching something. If you're telling the story when you're writing, write it in a way as if I am feeling like I'm reading a story. Don't write it in a way where a professional writer that you learned back in school and high school how to write. Write it as if I'm sitting there and I'm feeling your emotions. I'm feeling what you're going through. And as you're telling the story, there's a key to reminding me of a time in my life that I relate to. So you got to connect with me. There's got to be a certain sort of connection when you're telling your story with your content. The second one is knowing your audience. Who's the audience that you're speaking to? Is the audience you're speaking to that you want to connect with? Is it young? What's on their mind? If you want to connect with a 16-year-old, what's a 16-year-old thinking about? You know, he's in school, he either doesn't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or he does, or he just got broken up, or he can't make it on the sports team, or he is a guy that's on the sports team, he's playing football, or he hates the guy that's the quarterback because all the girls want to be with the quarterback. You got to think like that person. If your audience is a 22-year-old graduate from college, what is he thinking about? What are his fears? 
I can't land a job, I've posted 20 resumes, what am I gonna do next? My father wants me to get my own place, I don't have the money, my girl and I am dating with, I'm, I, I gotta take her out, she's got this place she's working on, now. she's got a job and she's making 60 grand, I don't have anything yet, her father thinks I'm a bum. You gotta understand your audience that you're trying to connect with. So who is that audience you're trying to connect with? And by the way, the more specific your audience, the more it goes viral. Believe it or not, the more specific, the more it goes viral because you're able to give birth to more loyal followers. The more general your audience, the less loyalty there is to your audience. Yeah, we, we try to have the message be too general, too general of a message, you're not gonna produce any loyal uh, uh, followers of yours. Three, be specific of an outcome, clear message. What is the outcome of the video? When we produced this video, Life of an Entrepreneur in 90 Seconds, the idea of it going viral was the last thing we were thinking about. We weren't thinking about it going viral. The idea was, for someone who's an entrepreneur, I remember door knocking, I remember how embarrassing it was when people would close the door in my face at 21 years old when I got out of the military. I hated it, I couldn't stand sales, I wanted to quit every single flipping day about being an entrepreneur. So I wanted that person who's out there running a business to hear it and see it and feel it and say, that's me. That's what I wanted. Our message was for the entrepreneur to know it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's going to be painful. It's going to be embarrassing. People are going to reject you, but if you stick around, the glory is around the corner. That's the outcome of the message that we produce. Number four, be loved or hated, but not liked. If you're only liked, you're vanilla. People like vanilla ice cream. People don't love vanilla ice cream. People love chocolate cookie. People love, you know, give me some of the weird flavors, Mario, of ice cream that they have. Some of the ones that's Rainbow. Rocky Road. Rainbow. I mean, I, I hate Rocky Road, but, but my wife loves Rocky Road. It's a love and hate. It's not vanilla. We both like vanilla. We will settle for vanilla, but we're not going to settle for Rocky Road. Rocky Road is a love or hate. Be Rocky Road. Do not be vanilla. Vanilla content, Me Too content, is some, so many people try to take something and just refurbish it over and over and over again. There's nothing unique about it. Don't do a Me Too. Look, the way I produce content, people ask, hey, Pat, you have so much content, how do you produce it? You know who helps me? You do. Well, wait a minute. I help you create content, but all your content is unique. Yes, it is. But you help me create content. How do I do that? A conversation with you, question pops up, I answer it. Conversation with you, I take a sheet of paper and start writing. It's late at night, 11.30, my wife is asleep and I'm just writing, writing, writing. Got an episode. Somebody asks me a question, I want to come out with a solution. Do some research, come out with a content. So the idea is just don't be a me too. Don't try to be the like guy. There's a lot of people on this episode, on this uh, channel that actually don't like my content. They don't like the fact that I talk about free enterprise, capitalism, entrepreneurship. But there are those that absolutely love it, and it's an entrepreneur living in Africa and Zimbabwe that all he does is follow this content. I'm trying to inspire him to become a successful entrepreneur and become an example to everybody around him to also do that. Now, that's the person I'm speaking to. But also, the person that hates me, you're also a loyal follower to me. The person that likes me will watch it and close it at any time. I'm not talking to the person that likes me. Neither should you. Point number five is volume. What do I mean by volume? Let me explain to you by what volume is. Look, my entire success story in business is purely by volume. It, it, reading books, I, I, I used to, I, there was a guy that had read 100 books and I was so amazed by the fact that he could just spit any quote from any book and then all of a sudden I started reading five books and I can't stand reading books, 10 books, 20 books, 50 books, 100 books. 
Then when I got to 100 books, he stopped reading. He's more like at 120 books. And we all of a sudden started speaking the same language. Then all of a sudden I went to 200 books, 300 books, 400 books, 500 books, 600, 700, 800, 1200. Then I all of a sudden got wider and wider and wider. The brain elevates and it vibrates at a whole different level because I got wider, volume, duplicatable. You can't watch this and say you can't do that. You're a 13-year-old person watching this video out of whatever part of the world. You can replicate that and you can rep- replicate it way earlier than me. But it takes discipline, business, volume. I got into financial services. I don't have a market. My father works at a 99 cent store. My mother's back in Iran. I'm a welfare kid. I lived in an apartment. I was homeless for 30 days before I joined the army. In my market, I don't come from a family with a last name of Ted Williams or, you know, Kennedy or any of this stuff. So I can't go to my market and say, hey, I'm with Morgan Stanley Dean Woody. Can you give me $2 million of your money? There was none of that. I went to a friend. I said, what can you save? He said, 50 bucks a month into American funds. So what do I do with that? I can't compare with the other guy. Volume, deeper relationships, wider. Then you get better, more relationships, more handshakes, more places you go to. Your YouTube channel or your blog is the same exact way. It's about volume, creating good content. You cannot just put 100 videos in one night and it's all regular videos and you're hoping you're going to be an overnight sensation. It's not going to happen. You're looking at a product that took from 1999 when I got out of the military of reading books, selling, failing, producing, creating content, producing value, rejection, to it then becoming what it is today. So it's not an overnight thing that you're talking about. You're going to learn from a lot of my mistakes. You're going to save yourself 10 years, but it takes effort. Create a lot of good content. Again, same message, avoid me too content. If you don't have a a blog right now, if you don't have a YouTube channel right now and you're producing your first video of going viral, the chances of your first video going viral is slim to none. But you start producing more, then you're, you're wider to have one of them potentially go wider. Next, go uh, viral. Next, point number six. Point number six, consistency. You know, consistency. Guy says, I, wa- I want to be able to see, man, what happened with you? And they take the life of the entrepreneur video, and they do the same exact type of a video. Matter of fact, I think uh, two brands uh, uh, mimicked our, our commercial life of an entrepreneur, Mario. What were the two brands? One was... Uh, one was the Mini Coop, Mini Cooper, that, that identical commercial as us that just came out a few weeks ago. That talk, it's a current video. Yeah. It's called what? Label Define Yourself. Labels. Define labels. And we did a video called Label Yourself. And the other one, Stefan Curry, he did a commercial for, it's called Every Day. If you type in Stefan Curry Every Day and then you go watch Life of an Entrepreneur, it's verbatim pretty much identical commercial but that video came out eight weeks after ours went viral so you're seeing that our content's getting national attention from other people watching what we're producing and it's a compliment right it's a compliment but it's consistency you got to come out with your content regularly you cannot just put three videos out there and say i'm I'm gonna do it just like him and mine's gonna go viral it's not that that your audience doesn't think you're serious if you put up three videos and you stop no it's about i would rather have you do one video Every other week for three years straight, then you put up three videos on the same day. Do one video every week, then go to two videos every week, or one video every other week, but the key is consistency. Seven, keep growing your fan base. Keep growing your fan base. Whatever your base is, keep growing it. Whether it's Facebook, Twitter, email, newsletter, website, YouTube, keep growing your fan base. Focus on the fan base that you currently have. Eight, timing. Timing has a lot to do with when you come out with the content. Let me explain what I mean by that. Uh, many years ago, when I started the blog, Limitless came out, the movie Limitless. I don't even know when Limitless came out. Can you search to see when Limitless came out? 
So the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper comes out, and I'm watching the video, and I'm telling myself, wow, this is pretty impressive video. And I'm a big fan of uh, Bradley Cooper, and I'm a big fan of De Niro, so both of them in the same movie. 2011, March. 2000, March. March 8, 2011. March 8, 2000. So the night it comes out, that Friday night it comes out, I go watch it, okay? And that night, I decide to write a blog. And I'm not a blogger. I decide to write a blog, something to do with NZT. Einstein took NZT. Something like that. Overnight, that blog just went viral. Overnight, the blog went viral. I'm getting messages from people all over the world telling me, how can I get my hands on NZT? And NZT doesn't exist. But it went viral. So it's pure accidental. You see, this works because people wanted to find that the same question. Where can I get my hands on NZT? Does a drug like that exist? Another one was a blog I did, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, who's the greatest. And it was at the right time, at the same time that everybody was debating that. Next, you know, that went viral. So match, match calendars, holidays. Write something that has to do with that holiday. MLK, write an article the night before, prepared for MLK, let it go out. It could go viral if it is a good story. Movie opening. If a big Star Wars movie is coming out and you time it perfectly and you write an article because you're a big Star Wars guy and you know all the history about Star Wars, who knows? It could potentially go viral. Super Bowl, something related to the Super Bowl. Academy Awards, like Super Bowl, these commercials, which by the way, 80% of commercials at this Super Bowl were absolutely pathetic. It was embarrassing even watching it. We're sitting in our room watching the Super Bowl at the theater in our house, and I'm just watching commercials. It was pathetic commercials. I think the best one I saw, I would say the Doritos commercial was a good one. That was hilarious with the kid and following, and then boom, she throws it, and she goes into labor. Another one that was funny was... uh, uh, I would say the Prius, how at the end the cop gets the Prius and he can finally catch up to him. There was a few good ones. Mario said the monkey one, he remembers the monkey, uh, the monkey pit bull Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew commercial, which I thought it was terrible, but he liked it. He still thinks about it. 80% of it was terrible. 80% of commercials were terrible. But so what if you write, wrote something having to do with the commercials, right? Okay, uh, Academy Awards is coming out, so your predictions on who you think is going to win. You know, inauguration speech, we're about to have a president, so you could time it with inauguration, the day the inauguration is going to happen. You have an article that has to do with the last five inaugurations and something unique about it, it goes viral. A debate consistently right now, there's a bunch of political websites, YouTube, blog, vloggers that are doing very well because all they're doing is writing stuff about the current debate or a fight, a big fight. And when, when the, the, what was a big fight? Mayweather against Pacquiao. I go meet with Pacquiao. I think the day before the fight, day before the fight or a week before the fight, I'm with Pacquiao. A friend of mine, Dudley, introduces me to uh, uh, Pacquiao. We go over there and I'm meeting him. And then the next week, the fight takes place. And it ends up becoming the worst fight of all time. Probably the worst fight of all time uh, with Pacquiao Mayweather. But you know how many people did very well because they were, Pacquiao's going to win, Mayweather's going to win. Here's Here's what people don't know about. So there's a certain timing of when you come out with that content. Next. Point number nine, have influencers on your side. You won't have this right off the bat, but you will eventually if you keep contributing. Now we have many people that want to collaborate with us, and they reach out to us, and we reach out to some that we want to collaborate with, but have influencers on on your side. Think about it. Say, for instance, this is you, okay, and you have 1,000 people that follow your content, okay, and this is Joe. Joe has... 10 million people that follow his content. Well, a retweet from Joe automatically puts you at what? 10 million, 1,000 followers. 
and an influencer is sharing your content. So how can you get this influencer to want to share your content for it to go viral? Well, a friend of mine, Joel Brown, who founded the, the website Addicted to Success, which I believe it's one of the best motivational websites online. He's done a phenomenal job. I was speaking to him and I said, hey, what happened with your website? He says, honestly, I'll tell you how my website blew up. I said, tell me. He said, one day I write an article said 10 keys to why Dwayne Johnson is blowing up. Something like that. And he says, we tweeted it out and it was fine. All of a sudden I saw Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, retweeted an article I wrote about him and it went absolutely bonkers. He said, all over the world, people started coming to my website, Addicted to Success. And next thing you know, he's got the best motivational website online. His Instagram account is phenomenal at the content he creates. He does great material he produces. But he had his own big hit because an influencer, Dwayne Johnson, retweeted a link to his website. And that article went uh, viral. Uh, Number 10, study human nature. Let me tell you what I mean by studying human nature. Okay. So, Paul, do me a favor. Let's put up that picture on the screen. Um, there was a study done here by uh, Buzz Sum that New York Times picked up. And the study was, what are the most popular emotions that we have? Okay, what are the most popular emotions that we have? And the top three emotions that we have, you see it if you're looking at the screen uh, with the diagram there. You see awe, 25%, which awe is not necessarily awe, that's so cute. Awe is about, I'm amazed, I can't believe what I just saw. Wow, this is an interesting surprise, fear. It was, it, it got people to, to, to have that amazement feeling. Oh, number two was laughter. And number three was uh, amusement, right? And other. But if you look at all laughter and amusement, what does that say? Laughter isn't necessarily number one. Human nature responds to awe as a popular emotion. We like to be spooked, if you want to call it. If you've ever seen the movie Cocktails, it's probably few people have seen the movie Cocktails by Tom Cruise. We watched that movie a couple hundred times when I was in the army. There's a scene where the girl says, I bet I could spook you. And he says, you can never spook me. Yes, I can spook you. How do I spook you? We're having twins. I'm spooked. You want to spook people and the top emotion for human beings is awe. So how do you create content for somebody to say this about them having that feeling, right? And, and, and a lot of times you'll see people that'll say, you know, uh, 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 what was the reason why someone goes viral and what was the reason why someone reads an article? New York Times had an article uh, where they interviewed 2,500 people to determine the primary reason why they shared a story online. Look what they said. 2,500 people. Paul, let's put the link out there as well for them to have it. Number one, to bring valuable and entertaining content to go together. Listen, number one, to bring valuable and entertaining content together. Hence, we called our channel on YouTube Valuetainment, value and entertainment together. This article came out recently. We made our channel a long time ago. It just so happens we, got, uh, we, we named the channel Valuetainment. Next, to define themselves to others, give people a better sense of who they are. Okay. Three, to grow and nourish relationships, stay connected with others. Four, for self-fulfillment, to feel more involved in the world. And five, to get the word about on causes they care about. That's a study New York Times did on 2,500 different people, why they shared specific content. Maybe there is something there for us to be thinking about. So that's one of the reasons why I say study human nature. You got to study human nature. You got to study and read the books about what human nature thinks about, how they like to be communicated with. Um, 
that's a product that's never-ending. It's something that we're going to be studying for the rest of our lives. When you sit at a restaurant, sometimes watch people. I like to sit at restaurants and watch how some people are talking to each other. Reactions, people's facial expressions says a lot. What is that person thinking about? Many times I'll sit with my wife and I'll say, what do you think they're thinking about right now? What do you think is on that guy's mind? How do you think the waitress is feeling? I'm curious about human beings. I'm curious about how they think. I'm curious about why they feel the way they feel. I'm curious why all of a sudden somebody got upset or happy or annoyed or what happened to that? Be curious about human nature because the reality of it is your number one product is human. A human is wanting to follow your content. You are making a human being be interested in you. Point number 11, bigger net. The bigger your net is, the more likelihood you have of your content going viral. See, what if that video would have gone viral, Life of an Entrepreneur, that was my first video? How terrible for it to go viral. You know why? I don't have a net. So after somebody watches that video, that's it. There's nothing else there. So what are they going to see after that? There isn't 220 videos for them to go watch. There isn't any other content that brings value to them. They watch it. I have a big net. Boom. Everything. A rising tide does what? Does what? Raises all ships. All ships, right? So you want to make sure you have a bigger net. Twelve. Try different outlets. Don't just stick to one outlet. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Remember the video, The Life of an Entrepreneur, didn't do well on YouTube. If you go on YouTube, it only has 130,000 views. It didn't do very well on YouTube. It's only at 130,000 views on YouTube. Now, could it all of a sudden have some traction next year, two years, have a million or two million views? Yeah, but it's not considered a viral video. But it is on Facebook. So one platform worked. The other platform didn't work. Some videos we put on YouTube, it does incredibly well, and it doesn't do well on Facebook. It's not on you to determine which one's better. It's on you to put it on both platforms and let them decide what's going to do better. Just think about it. Some movies didn't do well in the theater, but they did very well in DVD. Some movies did very well in movie theater, but they did terrible in DVD. It's not for you to determine that. It's for them to determine that. Some movies do well on Netflix. Some movies do well on Apple TV. You're not going to be able to figure that part out because certain community is doing that. All you could do is wider net, right? So try different outlets. 13, don't be general. Don't be general. I talked about it a little bit earlier, and I'm saying this twice because it's that important to be thinking about that. Don't be general. Don't have a me too channel. Don't be like everybody else. Don't have a topic that you're talking about, you know, 75 different topics in life that don't have to be connected to one thing. Choose one subject. Take a sheet of paper. It's very simple. Take a sheet of paper and make a list of things you like to talk about. Okay, make a list of things you like to talk about. Two, then take the same sheet of paper and make a list of things you're good at. Okay, then based on this, rank top three. Which one are you the most passionate about? Top three, and which three are you the most uh, expert about? Then find a one and have your passion be linked to the number one thing you're an expert in. Make your content be about that. Talk about those two things. Now, you may say I'm not very clear about what I want to do in my life and my content. No problem. Listen, go take the ultimate discovery questionnaire on my website, Ultimate Self-Discovery Questionnaire on the website, patrickbaydavid.com, Ultimate Self-Discovery Questionnaire. It's a free PDF sheet that you'll get. 30,000 people have taken this test around the world, and if you read some of the private messages I get, they're the most emotional private messages I get on a person that had an absolute breakthrough, and they finally figured out what they want to do with their lives, and they're living in East Africa, which I'm being invited to go speak to, and they're living in Chile, and they live in El Salvador, and they took their self-discovery questionnaire. But it helps you get away from being general to being specific, linked to your passion and skill set, 
And it, it'll really also make you be looser and comfortable with yourself because you finally have belief and confidence in you where you're okay being you. I think a lot of time when I'm sitting with somebody mentoring and, uh, and I talk to somebody I'm talking to and I say, listen, why are you uncomfortable? Why are you, why are you uncomfortable? Let's, let's process some things together. And then we process some things together. And next thing you know, just today, we, we, were, we were sitting around our team and our staff every month. We have a book club. And just today, one of the uh, executives who's a top executive of our firm opened up and talked about how he feels right now. And he's making so much money right now. And he's at his best. He's never been this happy. He says, the other day, I'm in my place in Dallas, Texas. And I'm walking around. And I said, I paused for him. And I said, I've never been this happy before. But I remember him from you know, five years ago, three years ago, or 10, 12 years ago. Why is he so happy today? Because he finally has a certain level of self-acceptance with him that he knows for the rest of his life he's going to live with this guy, and it's okay. Go take that self-discovery question, and you'll learn more about yourself to help your message not be any more general and be more specific. Next, point number 14. Point number 14. Okay. Catchy title versus a searchable title. Why would I write that? Because so many times we try to come up with a catchy title, and I think a catchy title may be more effective when you have a bigger following. And I think a searchable title is more effective when you have a smaller following. Let me explain what I mean. So the title of this video was Life of an Entrepreneur in 90 Seconds. By the way, on YouTube, the video was titled Best Motivational Video in 2015. And it didn't do well. I changed it to Facebook and I titled a Life of an Entrepreneur in 90 Seconds. And it did well. So mix up your title sometimes on different platforms. Searchable title is how to write a book, how to start a business. People search that on Google and boom, you pop up. Okay. How to get married, how to do this, how whatever someone's going to search and whatever you search. So you got to think about yourself. When you get on Google, what do you search yourself? That's how you're thinking. Seven keys to success, keys to success in business, keys to success in marriage. Keys to success in health. Keys to success in investing. People will search that. Keys to say, keys to invest, that, 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 that. Keys to success in investing. That's a searchable title. So play with this. Smaller platform, use more searchable title. Bigger platform, use catchy titles. Okay? Point number 16. Point number 16. This whole myth about length of time or length of article. I think it's an absolute myth where people say, you know, the video... You don't need to make long videos because they don't do well. Really? Okay. I hired a consultant and he kept telling me this over and over and over and over and over again. I said, listen, I don't agree. And one day we got into this big, I said, listen, I just absolutely disagree with you. No, it doesn't do well. And I said, who said this in the first place? Some social media consultant that convinced somebody to pay him $10,000. And then all of a sudden everybody else wants to say and mimic the same thing he said because he wrote in a book. That doesn't make it true. I don't agree with that. No, it's not right. I said, look, why is it that Harry Potter, it's a long novel, did so well? So uh, you should write a book and it's in 10 pages and go viral. No way. It's BS. No. Harry Potter went viral. Atlas Shrugged went viral. You Hobbit went viral. You want me to tell you how many books? The Bible went viral. You know, uh, Dianetics went viral. All these books went viral. There are so many books that go viral. So why is that? Why is that? So oh, you need to write. No. Don't believe the hype when these experts give you this advice and they sound so certain about it and people buy it. Let me give you some research from New York Times. Again, a little bit of research here. They did a study, and here's what the study was. They did a study finding out 
how much words in an article causes it to be shared the most. Okay, let me see if I have the exact numbers here. Yes, I do. Perfect. So here's the average, and let's put it up so they can see it. They, sh they show average going through thousands of articles on how many words in an article made it go viral. Zero to 1,000 words, it was roughly 4,000K that it was shared with. 1,000 to 2,000 words is roughly 6,000 shares. But 2,000 to 3,000 words is 9,000 shares. Why is that? I thought it was said that videos need to be short. No. Look, here's what I believe in. If Titanic, that's a three-hour movie, can go viral, so can your 52-minute video. Okay? We go, what do you think happens with movies? Movies go viral. Why do they go viral? If a movie cannot, I've watched movies where like this, I fall asleep. If I fall asleep, that's a terrible blog. That's a terrible YouTube channel. You lost me. But if you captivate me for three hours, I'll watch you. North and South was a long series. Godfather is long, but it's captivating. Don't subscribe to this myth of your video needs to be long or your blog needs to be short. Absolutely disagree with it. You can disagree with me. I may be completely wrong. I may be completely off on what I'm saying, but I, I have subscribed to this concept and I've looked at both sides and it's just worked in our favor. It, 17, entertain. Our channel is called Valuetainment. If you go on YouTube and type in Valuetainment, we're the first ones to come up. We produce the channel and we call it Valuetainment because we decided to bring value and entertainment together. We did a video last week with Mario and I was trying to make a point of how to handle chaos as an entrepreneur and, and there was a part where I explained an amateur entrepreneur, you know, how they react to it. Paul, why don't we just put a, the, the 15, 20 second clip and show them what it looks like. Here, here's what it looks like, just look at this. So first one is, first one is amateurs. Amateurs tend to overreact all day long, freaking long. We ask you to do one thing right, you can't even move nothing. I didn't see this. All day long he does this, crap something, that's called overreacting. That's what you don't do, right? People saw that and they said, wait a minute, was that real? Did you really get upset at him? Did that really take place? It doesn't matter whether I did or not. The point is, the point was made and it was entertaining. People looked at and said, oh my goodness, he almost fell. He felt pretty bad. So entertain when you're doing your videos as well or you're creating content as well. Let your personality be seen in the articles they're reading about. 18, call to action, okay? Call to action. You know, subscribe, share this, tag an entrepreneur, tag a, a millennial, tag somebody. Give me some sort of a call to action that can make the content go viral and be shared. Because the key is, if within the first five to ten minutes there isn't traction, it's generally not going to go viral. It is typically an immediate thing. We produced another, another video that was called uh, um, How the World Views Entrepreneurs in 30 Seconds. Okay, We put the video up. And boom, it did well, but it only got 150,000 views. It didn't go viral, right? Why? It's because the first five minutes, it, didn't, it wasn't shared by the right influencers. It wasn't tagged enough times, and then it didn't go viral. Great video, put a lot of heart into it, but it didn't go viral, right? So you got to have the right call to action there. 19, accessibility. Make it easy for me to find it and share it. Don't make it difficult, 17 different steps for me to do this, no. It's got to be boom, it shares. The reason why videos, uh, uh, Facebook is competing with YouTube at a whole different level because I can see the video easier, I can upload the video easier, I can share the video easier, YouTube's a little bit more difficult. But YouTube allows you to create a searchable place where you and I go to learn. We don't go on YouTube, uh, Facebook to find videos, but Facebook allows videos to go viral in a way YouTube probably doesn't allow 
for it to go viral. 20. Um, be real and genuine. When you're, when, you're, when you're talking to people or you're you know, doing a video or writing an article, just be real and be genuine. Don't act like you're somebody else. You know, this is how I am. If you see me around me and if you do business with me, this is how I am. This is my personality. I don't, I don't have an, I don't have an, you know, it's not an act. So, you know, it, there used to be a time where, you know, this is why, this is how you talk. The best way to do a video is just if you can speak on video the way you have a cup of coffee with your best friend, you're at best. If, if I can watch you and I feel like I'm talking to you one on one, and it's just you and I talking together, that's the best way to do any kind of a communication. If I read a blog and I feel like it's a letter I got from my best friend, those are the best blogs. Those are the ones I want to read. If I read a blog and I read it as if a you know, professional journalist wrote it from XYZ Place, I can tell there's too much profession behind it. Sometimes for me, I, I'm not the biggest fan of hiring people with tons of degrees because They've already been diluted into thinking a certain way. Sometimes want some street, you know, experience that you're coming from the school of hard knocks and you've won in the streets and you haven't lost your identity. So be real and be genuine when you're telling your stories. 11, 21, be visual. You know, if you're telling a story on, a, on an article, I did an article recently when I left California. Everybody was asking me, why'd you leave California? So I did an article and I wrote it. I said, dear California, here's why I'm leaving you. A love letter to California. And Paul may have put the image up here and what it looks like. It was shared, I don't know how many, few, how many thousands of times. And there were some images in there. There were some pictures in there. There were some stories in there. There were some things that I talked about in there. And uh, uh, people are visual. In videos, post pictures. In articles, post images of what it is. People are visual. 22, be vulnerable. Um, show if you're hurt. Show, and I'm going to say something at the end here before we finish the video. And you'll see because... You know, vulnerability is not an act. You can't act, you know, great actors when they say, oh, he's such a great actor in Hollywood or that person's such a great actor in Hollywood. Listen, Kevin Spacey, Edward Norton, you know, Johnny Depp or a Pacino or who else? Give me some great actors, Paul. You're, you're you know, a, 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 uh, um, Cage, Meryl Streep. Um, Meryl Streep, I forgot. Uh, um, no, what's the Titanic? What's the good-looking guy? Keep, the Caprio. You watch some of these guys. You know, Hardy. Oh, my gosh. To me, you know, McAdams. You got Rachel McAdams. You feel your emotion. In <laughs> you know, you totally feel. <laughs> You've never seen a notebook. Obviously, we have never seen notebook ever before because it's just not a masculine thing to do, right? But anyways, be vulnerable. Don't try to be in a box and not show any weaknesses. These days about, you know, you trying to hide yourself, those days are done. So don't, don't hold back from being vulnerable. Now, I got two that I held for the end, and I'll explain those two why I did that. I'll explain that here in a minute, but let me give you the other two points, and I'll get to the last one. 23. It's very weird, that title on 23 is, is I put, don't try to go viral. I think that was probably the biggest thing for us is we were not trying to go viral. There wasn't an intention of the video going viral. The intention was to inspire an entrepreneur out there that watches this and says, I'm not going to give up today. And that could lead to another 17 jobs. Or that could lead to uh, him meeting his dream girl and his kids. They give birth to three kids and his and her three kids. 
end up having the enough environment and the right money and platform to go to the right school and one of the kids ends up becoming a governor that makes the state the best state ever and produces hundreds of thousands of jobs and the other kid becomes a doctor who goes out there and comes out with the cure for cancer. That's the inspiration. The inspiration is for that video to connect with somebody, connect with a lonely entrepreneur that's somewhere to want to do something about it. It wasn't to try to go viral. You show me love by having the content give value to you where you say, man, you know, I, I, love, I love his content. Your loyalty is why we are able to share this content with you because if there was no loyalty, there is no value attainment, right? So you help validate what we're doing, but don't try to make your content go viral. Don't, don't make that, hey, we hope this thing goes viral. It's not gonna go viral. It's almost like the desperate guy that wants to date that girl. That girl is not des- interested in the desperate guy. That, that, that girl is interested in the guy that is almost not interested in her. And then she says, wow, how come he's not going Google Gaga over me like everybody else is? You know, oh, hey, we, yeah, see, you know, here's how we go. No, go, go viral. No, produce good content. And if it goes viral, it goes viral. Point number 24, cup of coffee mentality. I want to give credit to uh, Casey Neistat. My goodness, Casey, if you ever see this, man, you're an absolute stud. Uh, on who you are. The way you tell stories, man, it's, it's amazing. Casey, I don't know how many videos he's got on YouTube. I want to say 50, 100, 200. I don't know the exact number on what it is. He's got 1.8, 2 million subscribers or whatever it is. The guy's absolutely, the guy's absolutely phenomenal. 435. 435 videos? Mm-hmm. 435 videos and he's got 1.8 million subs. 2.1 million subs yeah. is what he's got. Casey, if you ever see this, man, you're a total stud. You're a total stud. I would be very interested in doing something with him because that's a professional storyteller out there um, on what he does. Study somebody like him and see how he tells a story. And his story is, there, there, it, it's not the most, here's 17 steps to do this. No, he's simply telling you a story. But you feel like it's just you and Casey talking to each other, man. You're very impressive on what you do. So cup of coffee mentality. I want to be able to hear the story from you as if I'm having a cup of coffee. Now, Point 25 on point number 26, and then I'll wrap up. 25, in order for your content to go viral, you do need luck. Yes, we got lucky. We absolutely got lucky, but I've been saying this all my life. Um, my wife will tell you, I always get lucky. Cop pulls me over, lets me go. And, you know, all of a sudden we go do something and I win, I get lucky. Oh, you know, Pat, you always get lucky. I really believe that. I really believe I'm the luckiest man alive, and I really believe I always get lucky. I really believe that. So a part of being lucky is really believing that you're going to get lucky. It's almost a mentality. But we did get lucky. We didn't do everything and study this protocol and 73 steps on having your content go viral. We're, that, that's not, we run a financial firm. We don't run a marketing firm. We get asked by people and come up to them and say, we'll give you $100,000. You know, can you help us out with our marketing because I like the way you guys think, et cetera, et cetera. We don't have time for that. We're running a financial services marketing organization that's growing at a 56% rate annually. This past year, we had our biggest growth rate ever. We're all across the country. We don't have time for any of that stuff. We produce this content for purely value because we want to inspire other people to become entrepreneurs. And so there's a lot of luck involved in it. And then I'll tell you the last one on what it is. The last one is magic. Now, I'll tell you what magic is. You know, it's what... You know, you, it's very interesting what happens. Let me tell you a story on what took place. The other day, Tikrin, good friend of mine, Tikrin's part of our production team. Tikrin, you don't see Paul back there in Mario. Paul's probably the most incredible editor I know. He's phenomenal at what he does. I love his mind. 
Um, Tikran's a great idea guy and he's grown a lot over the years that I've had a chance of mentoring him. I'm proud of him where he's at and I'm proud of where he's going to go and uh, what things we're going to be doing together. And Mario's a leader. And Tikran and I were having a conversation and we were walking and, and, and all of a sudden he brought it up and we're talking and says, Pat, you know, so Tik, do you remember what happened that morning before we shot the video, The Life of an Entrepreneur? Because we started at what time, Paul? 5 a.m.? 5 a.m. We started at 5 a.m. We started at 5 a.m. and we're in front of house and production team is out there. And we have the cameras, all this stuff, and we have a 10-man crew. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I come out and then my wife texts me. And we're at 6 o'clock. We're about to start shooting at around 6.15 because the sun's coming out. We have the perfect timing. I go inside to see my wife and my wife is absolutely balling. I've never seen my wife cry like that before. And you know, as a husband, you know, you don't ever want to see the woman you're married to, the mother of your children. She is absolutely in tears balling. And you know what kind of a tear? Pain type of tear. Like truly in a lot of pain. And I said, baby, what's going on, baby? And she says, you know, my dad just passed away. This is at six o'clock. We're about to shoot. My dad just passed away. We have to go to Arkansas. I said, you got to be kidding me. No. My dad just passed away. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What do you want to do? Well, what, what can we do? We have to go drop off the kids. We have this, and we have to book, and I've got to call my mom, and we've got to buy this, and we got to buy It's just, just pure emotions. She doesn't know how to control herself. This is her dad. This is the man. This is the man she looked up to. This is the family. She's in pain, emotions. And I come out, and I ask her, I said, hey, you know, what do you want me to do, babe? You want me to cancel this whole thing? What do you want me to do? Just no, babe. You, you got to do what you got to do, and I got to go drop off the kids. But I got to also figure this out because we got to fly out to Arkansas. So great. So I come out, and we go into the shoot, and Mario comes up, and I say, Mario, man, you know, Jennifer's father just passed. You got to be kidding me. No. And then... So 15 minutes later, these guys are the guys, they're just they're trying to do their job. So we start shooting. So entire shoot we're shooting. I am an absolute confused, you know, energy, pain, my wife, guilt, all this stuff combined together. And, uh, you know, sometimes life happens and it happens at the most interesting times. And um, most people said, oh, you, you know, when I watch the feeling and I watch, you know, how you felt in the video when you're holding the steering wheel, et cetera, it's a certain scenes, you know, man, you really, you really, you know, acted out or whatever. I said, you know, most people don't have any idea. My wife's father died that day. The next week we're in Arkansas, Hope, Arkansas for the funeral. That following week we're in Hope, Arkansas for the funeral is what we had to go to. And so sometimes... You know, when you're, when you're doing what you're doing and life is happening to you, those are sometimes the most important moments for you to write something, for you to record something, for you to put something on paper, for you to put something on video. Because many years later, you're going to see that and you're going to see the stories behind the story that's being told. You know the stories behind everything that's being told. And uh, look, you know, at the end of the day, the purpose of why we're in the world is to inspire the next generation. Yours, mine's, everybody's. I really believe we're here to inspire the next generation. I really believe that. Uh, one of my favorite songs of all time by uh, Whitney Houston is, 
You know, I believe the children are our future. Teach them all and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us of how we used to be. I really believe that. I really believe that. Because I was a kid at one point looking for somebody to inspire me. And I really believe it's you and I's responsibility to inspire others out there. So if you're creating this content or whatever you're planning on doing, because you want to be a celebrity, it ain't going to go do much for it. It's, it's going to have a short life soon because people can't tell. But if you're really going to take this content that we shared today and somehow, some way you apply it to your business and I hope it helps you and you go out there and get this content to go around the world and you make an impact from a place of you truly wanting to impact in another person's life because someone did to you, it's almost like the pay it forward concept. I think people are going to sense that. I think people are going to feel it. And I think you're going to get a lot more loyal people that are truly going to want to hear your voice be heard Maybe you're a better writer, your voice through writing be heard. And next thing you know, there's somebody out there that watches your content who you don't even know about. You're inspiring on a daily basis. That's the great thing about today's platform that we have with social media. We have the opportunity to inject inspiration and hope in people from all over the world. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody, bye-bye.